This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Okay, so this is a bonus episode for bonus subscribers, and we're talking to Rod Thomas from he is bright light bright light one of the first things that i saw on your instagram when i very followed you after shelly Poole said to you this man is a legend <laughs> your your biggest champion <laughs> alicia so cool. of the attic um i must i'll send you that clip actually i'll dig it out it's somewhere but i noticed that you had and this was when i knew i knew i was destined to be a fan uh you had a 12 inch copy of all mixed up by galen gillian <laughs> yes i do and i just thought uh, Legend. Yeah, absolutely iconic. <laughs> absolute absolutely iconic. I think I have the, the follow-up single on 12 Inch as well. I've got two of their 12 Inch singles. Th- so mad if you don't yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Because were you aware of their cover version of Prince's I Want to Be Your Lover? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fuck. I can only imagine that Prince is spinning in his grave, but it's not bad. There's a really, really good house mix. Good. Good for uh, them, you know. Good for her. <laughs> good for them. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'll, I'm going to email you a link to the video Fabulous, right after yes. this. They filmed it on the uh, on the tube. Wow. Yeah, it was very wow. Um Yeah, I'm, I'm, the, I'm Galen Gillian's biggest fan. The, I mean, 100%. I loved them. I loved them on the show. And I remember when the single came out, I was so excited. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not a masterpiece, but it's definitely not the worst thing that PWL ever released, so... No, not at all. Mm. Uh, Reynolds Girls, if you're listening. <laughs> um, do, do you, uh, do what in your record collection, what are the ones you push to the back? What are the ones, like, who are, who are the guilty pleasures? As much as I hate that phrase around music, but I, who, are, who are the ones? I don't believe in guilty pleasures, honestly. Um, I don't, the, the only ones that I push to the back are ones that maybe I've been gifted that I don't listen to. Um, but I, okay, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't believe in, in guilty pleasures. And who are who are your favorites? Who are the like? And I don't mean favorites as in the big, but you know the like of the one hit wonders of the ones that were like those little glorious flash in the pans that we had, you know, in eighties and nineties. So um, I will think about like Deuce, who had three hits. Oh, yes, um, three. Uh, let's see, one hit one. She's not a one hit wonder. The Gina G, great. I yeah. love obviously. Uh, God, who's the like a one hit one like Donna Lewis? I listened to quite a bit. Oh, Donna mm-hmm. Lewis! I have not thought of Donna Lewis in a long time. You should. Time. She's amazing. She is amazing. She's amazing. Oh my God! I'm glad you reminded me of her. Um, yeah, Juice. Where I, I interviewed Craig from Juice. Oh, he's lovely, isn't he? He's incredible. a friend of mine. Yeah, he's really nice. Yeah, he's so. Would you ever? Are there? Is there anyone because you're a producer and like? And didn't you do a remix for Danny Minogue? Yes, recently? I did. Yeah. That must have been exciting. It was very exciting, yeah. It's really it's really wild to get an email from Danny Minogue. <laughs> uh, wow. I'm a huge fan of Danny, yeah. She's awesome. I love her. Because, and that song as well, that was her, that was kind of her reinvention song. Yeah, it was a massive hit. I remember buying that on CD single back in the day. It's, I mean, it's such a great dance song. It's amazing. And I think it was the first time, I'm almost certain it was the first single I ever bought that had the video on it as mm, well. Right. It was just, it felt yeah. like Danny was reinventing the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been, do you get, when you're asked to do something like that, do you get nervous? Like, are you anxious about approaching something like that? Or have you enough under your belt now dealing with, with, with superstars, essentially, no, that, I, that you're confident when you go into a project? I get nervous every time because each artist wants something totally different, you know, and like each artist that I love and work with sounds totally different from their end as well. So I have been asked... Um, to work with or remix or do something for multiple people that I 
have a huge love of and it's terrifying to think that that might be rejected you know um yeah because obviously like for all the people that are on fun city or choreography there were a lot of no's as well um okay so it's you know it's a scary process where there's not there's never a point where you're able to let your guard down and relax and honestly i think if you do then you might produce something really shit so it was it's good to still have that like fan element of like this has to be really really good um yeah especially with something like all i want to do because everyone loves that track you know it's you yeah, couldn't possibly do a crap remix of that because then what you'd be over yeah, you've been done. Yeah. <laughs> also, you did a fantastic remix of uh, Slow. And I have to admit that that is one, that is kind of an era of Kylie Minogue that doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, I uh, mean... As, I'm a Kylie fan, but uh, that album didn't do anything. That album... Confession, I actually never bought that album. Uh, oh, wow. I, yeah, I didn't enjoy it at all. I really liked Slow. Um, I like some of the album tracks a lot, but I I really, really did not care for the singles from that album. Like Red-Blooded Woman, I just didn't understand why Kylie did that. Chocolate, I think, is... They're all fine songs, but they're just not her, you know? Um, I felt no, like yeah. the cover art was gorgeous, the slow video was super cool, and then the rest of the album felt like they'd written it for somebody else and made Kylie sing it, um, which, yeah. which was a real shame. And also, Karen Poole wrote Red-Blooded Woman. It's a great song, it's just not very Kylie. Yeah. Um, so that album didn't set very well with me, but the top line for, for anyone listening doesn't care about industry terms, top line is all the vocal part. So it's like the, the lyrics, the melody, whatever the voice does on the track is called the top line. And the top line to slow is so, um, like morphous that you could put it over anything. So I'm setting myself a challenge at the moment of like putting it over as many different instrumentals as I can to to make wow. it do little things. So I'm on TikTok, it's just Bright Light X2 and I'm doing mashups there every day. Um, I've done four or five slow ones so far. So, um, Well, the, you've made slow an absolute banger for me. Wow. <laughs> because I've listened to some of them. There, there wow. will be more. That's there good. There will be more. There will be more. Uh, Rod, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. And uh, your music is incredible and I absolutely cannot wait for uh, whatever you do. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Thank <laughs> you.